The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Mark. The Pharisees approached Jesus and asked, Is it lawful for a husband to divorce his wife? They were testing him. He said to them in reply, What did Moses command you? They replied, Moses permitted your husband to write your bill of divorce and dismiss her. But Jesus told them, Because of the hardness of your hearts, he wrote to you this commandment. But from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together no human being must separate. In the house of the disciples, again questioned Jesus about this. He said to them, Whoever divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery against her. And if she divorces her husband and marries another, she commits adultery. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus. Dear brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, a young boy phoned up to the wedding card shop and inquired, Do you remember me that I was the one who ordered the wedding cards for my wedding last month? The shopkeeper said in reply, Yes, sir. Then the young guy continued, Well, could you make some tiny changes in my wedding card? The shopkeeper said in reply, Of course I can. Go ahead to give me new details. The young guy said thus, well, the date is different. Please change that. The bookkeeper said, okay, I will do so. Then the church is different. Please change that also. He did it. And then the presider 
is different. He did the same. That's it. The, the shopkeeper asked. Eventually, the guy said, no, there is one more change there. What is that? The fiance is different. Please change that also. <laughs> the shopkeeper got astounded and fainted. Yes, dear brothers and sisters, the story implies the inconsistency of his married life. But this weekend, the liturgy of the word of God invites us to reflect upon the significance and the importance of family life or married life. Particularly, it invites us to focus on two elements— Hence, let us try to reflect upon them one by one. The first element is complementarity. This message we get from the first reading of today. We see in the creation story that God created man first. And he realized that it is not good for a man to be alone. Then... He made a woman with a rib of man. This context reveals a fact that God realized that the man alone is incomplete. Hence, he made man complete by joining with the woman. Therefore, this text attributes us to essential qualities of married life, such as complementarity and unity. The second element is about the covenantal relationship. This message we get from the gospel of today. In fact, Jesus says that the man must leave his father and mother and join himself to his wife. In fact, this context clearly mentions that through sacrament of marriage, they are going to begin a new life. In this life, they have to understand each other. Then they have to love each other fully. They have to listen each other. And they need to also sacrifice for one another. Above all, they need to focus on bringing up their children in faith. That is why the covenantal relationship is given more importance in the Catholic weddings and the marriages. Thus, dear brothers and sisters, we have received two important elements from the liturgy of, uh, liturgy of the Word of God for our life today. But today, I move one step further to invite you to have fraternal relationship too. That is my primary purpose of being with you today. As you are aware that I am Father Charles Rajan Michael, representing my Carmelite order from India, which contains five provinces. One of them is called Tamil Nadu province, which is located on the southern part of India. Today, I am here to make an appeal on behalf of Tamil Nadu province. Fundamentally, the Carmelite order lines up in the mendicants, which denoting 
live in the live in backing and rely on arms primarily i would like to describe precisely about our presence and our mission my tamil nadu province is one of the budding provinces in india which consists of 134 priests 43 seminarians and 18 communities besides we do have 120 cloistered nuns uh, they have 10 communities and they do have 16 forms in the formation in addition we did put up five new foundations in recent years two are on the north part of india and three are in sri lanka in fact all our communities are located in the interior rural and neglected towns except in two places because our motto is total involvement towards an integral society and our specific focus is towards downtrodden marginalized neglected people and poor as you are aware that india is the one of the largest countries in the world but hindu dominant country where christians are a minority hence we need to encounter challenges tensions and risks from time to time as carmelites we render our services in three phases the first phase is a spiritual ministry this is a primary ministry of carmelites hence we do fulfill this mission enthusiastically through animating retreats spiritual conferences orientations and offering sacramental ministries to carry on this ministry further we put up specifically three spirituality centers of which two are exclusively for the laity and one for priests nuns and laity therefore right now which remains unfinished and incomplete structure due to the financial crisis the second phase is pastoral ministry as carmelites we do work as pastors and associates in different dioceses right now 15 dioceses have entrusted us 15 parishes with various missions all these parishes are invariably located in the interior town people of these areas are very poor daily wages farmers illiterates and working as bonded laborers under the custody of the upper class people hence we try to elevate their lifestyle by providing education material things for their livelihood and stabilize their faith by offering spiritual assistance but the pandemic has impacted a lot in the lives of these people the third phase is a social works pope francis calls religious to listen to the voice of god of the people and to fulfill the expectation of the lord as well as carmelites we received 
the voice of God therefore we have established the women uplifting centers boarding for orphans and semi orphans technical institutes and schools in fact we render the above ministries to all people irrespective of caste and religion therefore dear brothers and sisters your enormous assistance your kind participation and your collaboration and contribution absolutely would be a great support to carry on the above ministries and if you have any questions and concerns feel free to reach me eventually i want to conclude my homily with a saying heart is to love and ear is to listen and a hand is to help others let us try to fulfill the saying in our life may the good god bless us all amen Lord, profess our faith. I believe in one God. Amen. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ. 